Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I am your host. Today's episode is a short and sweet bonus one for the week. And if you're like me, I like to listen to podcasts during the weekend, especially when I'm on a long morning walk. And sometimes I want to squeeze in a podcast episode, but then also catch up with a friend and then maybe listen to some music. So I like to just keep it mixed up and As I mentioned on this episode, this topic was inspired from a dinner conversation, but in reflection, I just realized it's very relevant to my approach to mindful living and something that I always want to share with you guys and hopefully encourage you to think about how you can be more mindful in your day-to-day life and ultimately bring more inner peace into your life. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I had a topic that came to mind after having a dinner conversation last night with a few friends where we were basically playing like 20 questions with one another. We were going around and each asking a new type of question to really spark conversation. And one of the questions my friend asked, it was something along the lines of, what do you do to like get yourself out of a rut. I think that was primarily the question. And during this conversation, someone had said that they usually prefer to distract themselves and watch TV and really kind of like try to remove whatever, like usually when you're in a rut, it's like something's on your mind, right? Like something feels conflicting and you're not at peace. That's usually what, like, why, that's usually, like, the root reason as to why you feel like you're meh in a rut. Like, something's just off and something's just kind of blocking your way, depending on how major it is. And it was interesting to me because I realized that this may be kind of a common approach for dealing with times when you are in a rut or you feel at conflict with something. And it was funny because I mentioned a very different approach. It was actually more of going through instead of going around and like being avoidant. And again, I know not everyone is direct and I know not everyone is able to really quote unquote confront the situation at hand, but I'm going to actually dive into why it has been so helpful for me and why if you are someone that is more avoidant to consider these approaches. So for starters, I don't have TV. I haven't had television for actually exactly a year. I'm recording this on the exact one year anniversary of me moving to New York City from Los Angeles. And at that time when I moved, I just didn't have space to move my TV with me over to New York. And I was honestly originally going to get a TV, but at some point I got lazy and then also was like, I just don't need it and I don't need this kind of distraction, I guess, even though I still have my TV mount just in my closet from my previous apartment, but it just hasn't been put to use. But on top of that, I don't have Netflix, I don't have Hulu, 
I don't have HBO, although I do have a friend that gave me her login. So shout out to you. You know who you are. Um, I only used it, I think, to watch Succession. And I only have Amazon Prime pretty much. And I'm not saying that in any like bragging way. I'm just saying like that's kind of the reality of my situation. Like I don't have much TV or streaming to distract me and I honestly kind of implemented that intentionally and some people would be like Emily it's just like ten dollars a month but first it adds up and also I would just rather use the ten dollars a month towards I don't know coffee or something but again to each their own I really believe you should be able to spend money however you want to and you should allocate your disposable income as you please but where I was really going with this is that If you think about it, watching TV to pleasure yourself with something like a show that you enjoy, to avoid feeling the pain, the hurt, the tougher emotions of whatever you're going through, is simply just delaying you from being able to resolve that and move past it. Because one way or another, like you you have to find a way to get over whatever that issue is or remove those emotions in a healthy way where it's not that you're putting it under the rug, but you're finding a way to resolve it internally and externally if that's applicable. And something I learned, I think early on sometime during college when I was reading the book The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And this is during a time I was getting into stoicism and it's been a big practice for me. It's kind of like my own version of meditation and I'm sure it is a form of meditation in some way or another. But for me, I realized that no matter what way you try to run and no matter what shortcut you try to take so that you don't feel whatever pain or in in the case at the time it was about heartache I didn't want to feel the current emotional pain that I was feeling but guess what one way or another I could try to dodge it by going out with other guys and starting a new dating life but guess what I would revisit those painful emotions later on down the road and so honestly I would just be doing a disservice to myself by delaying that process and making myself face it again a couple years later instead of just recognizing okay these are the emotions I'm feeling or this is a mistake that I made or this is just kind of how the situation came about here's the outcome what are the next steps that I can take that are in my control to help resolve the conflict internally and also help mitigate how I guess like how much worse something gets. So in that scenario from years ago when I was experiencing this, I decided to actually not like talk to new guys or do anything with like any other potential partner for six months. I wasn't even like, you know, kissing anyone. I wasn't like, I wasn't even having like the basic fun, if that makes sense. And I remember I had a guy friend that was like, are you going to be okay? Like, aren't you going to, you know, uh, have FOMO of, you know, dating and just like, you know, that, that the flirty stages of dating. And I'm like, honestly, no, dude, like I am focused on myself right now. I really want to develop, 
incredible friendships and new relationships in my life and I want to ensure that I have the right mindset and framework moving forward. I was 20 years old at this time and I think it served me well back then but what I did there was instead of allowing myself to be distracted by going to fraternity parties and college parties and and indulging in the new university that I was at at that time, I forced myself to continue to like even grind harder. When I say that in that context of junior year of college, it meant working on weekends. It meant staying in on Friday nights, even though I'm hearing some party social noises outside my window, reading a book. I was reading Subtle Art, Not Giving a Fuck. I was reading Principles by Ray Dalio and all of Ryan Holiday's books, which I love and highly recommend and is also kind of where I got this notion from, which is in order to actually make life easier for you, you have to go through. The solution is actually going through it, not around it and not over it because you will face it again. So for my avoidant peeps out there, and trust me when I say I've dealt with a lot of avoidant people myself, uh, I guess more so like in family settings and it can be really difficult because some people, especially growing up too, a lot of people might have had the perception that I seem really direct and maybe hard to approach. And I know that, again, it can range depending on your tonality, how you approach the situation, and most people don't like confrontation. But I think it's important to understand that when you are seeking to resolve as a whole, whether it's just yourself or it does involve other people or another person, it's important to be mindful of how you approach it so that the other person, and again, this is only if you're dealing with another person, it's important that they feel seen and heard and that they see your attempts to understand how they feel, even if it's really difficult for you to do so. So I'll give an example where it's not just dealing with myself like I did earlier. A different example would be maybe you have a minor or major, I don't know, work conflict or friend conflict, something where you're dealing in, with a social setting and it's bothering you. It's like ticking you off. You come home and you feel like irritated and you feel like, ugh, like why is this person being so annoying? <laughs> I've been there. And what I always try to do is really sit and think deep and hard how this other person may be feeling. And I think of, and again, it might seem like a deep analysis, but you guys, like, it is actually better to think thoroughly than to not think before you speak. Because I think those are times where we do make some silly mistakes, where we said something too soon or we said something when we were in too much of an emotional state. So we're a little bit irrational and reactive to our emotions. And I always try to bring myself to a more stoic level. I'm not perfect. I miss it many times, but I try my best to bring myself to a stoic level before I approach a conversation. And I would say too, if you're dealing with conflict, depending on where it is at, my approach would probably be, you know, again, to A, Resolve it sooner than later uh, in, you know, with with good timing, you know, obviously don't rush it, but at the same time, don't let it go longer than it needs to be, right? So if it's something minor, see if you can resolve it within the next day or so. And 
if the person is avoidant, let them know that you understand that it may be difficult for them to talk about or, you know, that they might not feel like pleasant talking about this, but just let them know that you are just there to listen to them and you just want to ensure that everyone can like, you know, be more positive or get this lifted, get the weight lifted off their shoulders because because I think that when you word it that way or at least something similar is better than going like, hey, Emily, I really want to talk to you about XYZ. It's been bothering me. The way that is worded is very like, this is about me and it's been bothering me. Whereas an alternative approach could be like, hey, Emily, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, whatever this situation is. I would love to just have a quick call or maybe just sit down and chat and hear more of your thoughts so I can have a better understanding and so that we can resolve this in a more happy and lighthearted way so that we can move forward without feeling any kind of resentment like something very lighthearted like that right so again in that second one I bring up how I tell that person in this case I'm mentioning my name I'm saying hey Emily I would love to just do a call something where I can hear your thoughts because obviously I know this is bothering you as well And again, if you sit and watch Netflix and just avoid bringing it up, that can definitely build more tension. That can definitely add resentment to the situation, which can bring more conflict because you're bottling up. And when you're bottling it up, you could explode more, vice versa, whoever that you, if you're dealing with someone else. And that's, again, same thing. If it's just a solo situation where you realize like you need to work on yourself and you kind of allow yourself to go off the deep end and you want to distract yourself, you don't want to think about it, later on you will have to work um, like backwards more if that makes sense. Like you'll have to like retract all of the backward steps that you did before you can move forward. So it's like imagine if you hit the negatives and you have to get out of the negatives and get to zero again before you can start getting into the positive. So my main message with this is simply to think about how you approach your conflicts both internally and externally and see if you have room for improvement to find better ways to resolve it for A, internal peace and B, better relationships with other people if these conflicts are dealing with other people. And more often than not, it does involve not being avoidant and working through the situation sooner than later and approaching it with a more stoic and calm manner instead of from a reactive, bottled up place. I hope this episode was helpful and you enjoyed this bonus topic for the week. If you did enjoy this, please be sure to share this on your Instagram story. Tag my Instagram at what fulfills you and Emily E. Duong. I love resharing it. I love chatting with you guys and I love getting insight on what you want more of. So feel free to message me if you like more of a certain topic, if you like the solo episodes, if you would want more. 
certain guests on my show. I always love to chat with you guys. So again, you can DM me on at Emily E. Duong or What Fulfills You. And lastly, don't forget, you can check out all the merch, including the best-selling What Fulfills You card game and the Daily Journal, which you can also get the Daily Journal at You and Me Books, located in Chinatown in New York City. If you are based here in New York, definitely go check it out. It is such a cool bookstore. It is dedicated to immigrant stories. I will link their Instagram and their website in the show notes, so definitely check it out if you are in New York City. That is all I have for today. I will chat with you guys in the next one. Bye!